0: How's everyone doing? Welcome back to the Cold Seat Podcast, where the seats are cold and the takes are hot. Thursday Turf Talk, episode 17, here on Thursday morning. Have a good one today. Um, We're going to preview three bowl games this upcoming week, as it's kind of the week 16 of college football. And we're also going to preview the entire slate, uh, week 15 of the NFL, including the three night games and the three Saturday games. Should be a fun one here. Uh, popcorn matchups across each game. Some of them are matchups. Some of them, some of them are just players to watch. Um, but to start it out, we're going to recap our records. So through 16 weeks of predictions in college football, Brady has a three-game lead. In the NFL, he has an eight-game lead, bringing his t- total to 11-game lead, um, 0.662 win percentage. I'm at a 0.624. Um so still fairly close. Um, it should probably be pretty close down to the last couple of episodes, um, probably to wildcard weekend. So five weeks from now is probably when it's going to be finalized. Who's going to win between the two of us. But uh, like I said, good episode today. Uh, we have three bowl games, including the Texas Tech Bowl that is this Saturday. Uh, but I'll let you kick it off first with the uh, Toastery Bowl.
1: Ah, the famous Toastery Bowl. Um tough slate to pick from. We only picked the bowl games that were kind of before the 20th for the next episode. So uh, not a great bowl schedule. Uh, tech game was solid in the UCLA Boise game is solid, but I had to pick another one here. So we with Western Kentucky versus old dominion. It's on the 18th, which is a Monday, one 30 PM. So well before the Monday night football games, uh, old dominion favored by two and a half, uh, six and six old dominion versus seven and five, Western Kentucky. I'm gonna go Western Kentucky to win win by two and a half, um, team that I think has been here more often. They've got a pretty well-established culture going back to two years ago when, when Bailey Zappi was there and they won like what, 12, 10, 11 games, something like that. So, um, good weather to Western Kentucky. And they've been there done that a little bit more than old dominion. And, um, they've got a guy, They got an NFL prospect. So I'll let you hit the, uh, hit your pick. And we'll talk about Malachi Corley here in a second.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I picked Western Kentucky just because they're more proven, consistent program um, that normally, you know, has always been offensive-centered program. I mean, especially a few years ago, like you said with Bailey Zappi. But, um, yeah, Old Dominion normally, um, you know, not a great football program, but I'm just, even though they're favored by two and a half, they have had a good year this season. Um, I mean, obviously haven't faced a team from Western Kentucky's conference and. I think it's going to be a good one here, but I think Western Kentucky will come through.
1: Yeah. Um, popcorn matchup really only pick for a couple of these We just picked individual players just because I'm, I'm a college football fan. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an old dominion fan. Um, but I do know Malachi Corley, rod receiver uh five eleven, two ten. Uh Western Kentucky is the all time receptions leader. I think he has a chance to break on either the yards or touchdowns record maybe this week in the bowl game. Um, guy who's liked by a lot of kind of the draft community as a yak guy. He is the self-proclaimed yak King. So see if that reigns true, I suppose check that out. Um, but yeah, a guy who's on the radar for sure. Of a lot of NFL teams, probably an early day three uh, type receiver, maybe late day two. I think he's going to the senior bowl. So we'll see a lot of exposure there for him. And um, he might be a receiver there that pops and has a great day and really boosts his stock. Kind of like a Christian Watson. Uh, I remember two years ago, guy who was maybe like a day three type guy, maybe a late day two. Uh, blew up at the uh, the senior bowl and ended up being an early day two guy, top end of the second round. So um, maybe he's uh, kind of a Christian Watson-esque rise for Malachi Corley here in the next month or so. So a couple of months, room like two months or so. It's definitely a name to watch here. And uh, definitely a name I'll be watching in that one bowl game on Monday in the Toastery Bowl. Sorry, famous Toastery Bowl.
0: Event. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, even though a game like that, one of the lesser bowl games, still has – Good players in it. Um, moving on to the Los Angeles Bowl. For some reason, they put University of California, Los Angeles in their home city. Um, playing Boise State. This game's going to be on Saturday, the 16th at 6:30 p.m. Central Time. Um, UCLA is favored by four, and I'm picking UCLA to win in cover. Um, UCLA has had the better athletes across the board. I think faced better competition. Um, you know, even though they're going to be without highly touted uh, pass rusher to Latu as he opted out um, and declared for the NFL draft. It will still um, probably be close early on, but I think UCLA ends up winning by 10 plus. Um, Boise State does have a good offense, but I don't think their defense is going to be able to keep their offense in the game.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, UCLA's defense is really solid this year, overperformed for sure, uh, kind of bit out, outdid expectations. Defensive coordinators is going to USC next year. Um but I think UCLA's got a lot of talent that we're going to kind of see what they have this week. Um, I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going to go with UCLA to win. UCLA to cover the four. It's also in Los Angeles. So they should have a decent turnout on fans, so it can be a tough road game or a Rome environment, presumably, for Boise State. Uh, popcorn player on this one with Ashton Gentee. Something like that. Um, sophomore running back announced he would be returning to Boise State next year. Ran for over 800 yards as a freshman last year. Ran for over 1,200 this year, probably going to cross the 1,300 mark at 1,262 right now, maybe even push for 1,400 yards, rushing on the season in the bowl game. So uh, certainly again, a name to watch in the game, and then certainly a name to watch for kind of next year's draft cycle as a returning running back. Obviously, uh, Quinchon Judkins might lead that charge at Ole Miss, but another guy Ashton GT to watch as we talk about kind of looking forward to next year's college football season as a big name of the running
0: back position. Yeah, no doubt. I remember hearing about him last year, um, you know, balled out last year, like you said, and then this year has been um, just as good. So uh, check check him out in a game against some solid competition, probably their best competition they've seen um, outside of maybe one game. But um, yeah, it should be a good one. And then Independence Bowl, Calvers, Texas Tech in Louisiana this Saturday as well um, at, at 8.15 p.m. A little bit later, um, Tech's fared by three, and I'm picking Tech to win and cover. I think it's gonna be a close game, a bunch of teams with similar strengths and similar weaknesses. Um, obviously, two Power Five conferences going at it should be should be a fun one uh, that brings in some good attention, given when it's being played and other games that are being played with it. Um, but yeah, just looking forward to another good game. Unfortunate um, that I can't go, but nonetheless, I'm gonna be watching and. Just hoping for a you know tech win and a good game throughout.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. Um wanted to go, just to get to Shreveport is gonna be a big pain. That's just not gonna happen. Um I basically require me to like get home Thursday, pack up Friday and then leave Saturday. And um if the game would have been earlier in the day, like if it would have been like a like a one PM game, I probably would have driven up there, gone to the game and driven home. I just I can't drive home after an eight fifteen game. I'd have to stay in Shreveport and get back Sunday. It's just bit of a hassle um kind of sucks but it's just kind of how it goes sometimes um i am picking tech to win tech to cover i think having taj brooks back um announces return like i talked about in the cold seat episode uh announces return to texas tech next year gonna be playing the bowl game I think that ultimately lifts them and pushes them past a the cal team that you know wasn't very good obviously tech only won six games too but i think this texas tech team is better than a six and six team um Given the quarterback issues they had with health, all that stuff, um, gave a couple games away. I think this Tech team gets a big win, um, an emphatic win. Got a lot of talent coming in, especially. I think it sounds like at the receiver position that they landed two. Well, they landed a Florida, a Florida transfer today, and it looks, sounds like they're going to get a highly coveted Washington State transfer receiver as well. So um, it's crystal ball to Tech today. So a lot of talent coming in, um, but good, good audition for kind of that wide receiver three slash four spot. Um, if they do land this Washington State kid, he probably is wide receiver, two. I assume Micah Hudson's wide receiver one is a true freshman next year and kind of good opportunity for Baron Morton to figure out who his wide receiver three or four might be next year. So I uh, should be a good one. I'm picking Tech to win.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Like you said, there's the offense as a whole should be great next year. Step up at every position. Running back battle of Cal's Jade Knott who has 229 carries for 1260 yards, which is about five and a half a carry and 11 touchdowns versus Texas Tech's Taj Brooks, who is returning next year for a fifth year, Um, 268 carries. So about 40 more carries, um, 1443 yards, which is about 5.4 a carry with nine touchdowns. So very comparable seasons uh, between the two. Hopefully with a big game, Tosh can get to 1600. I and mean, needs 157, but he can do that, um, especially with everyone that's left um, since they last played. Especially in the receiver room, um, you figure they're going to be relying on it, on him fairly heavily um, to get that seventh win of the season. But looking forward to that. Looking forward to every bowl game. Um, you know, a lot of intriguing matchups that you never see before between different conferences that never really match up. Um, Should make for some good ones. I know Tech's playing out earlier than they had hoped in the bowl schedule, but nonetheless, um, one of the big games early on. Moving on to NFL here. Um, Every team's had a bye week, so we have 16 games for the last four weeks of the season, starting with week 15. Um, If you're listening to this on Thursday when it comes out, tonight we have Chargers at Raiders. Um, should be an interesting game. I obviously with Justin Herbert being out, um, it kind of changes the landscape of the game. Uh, the Raiders are fared by three. I think this leads to me picking the Raiders to win and cover. I just don't know if Easton sticks can be able to do enough, um, against the Raiders defense. It still has, you know, a couple good couple, well, one really good player and then some good players, but you know, nothing special. So I think it can be a close game, but I'm picking the Raiders to win.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders to win. Um, a, the Chargers shouldn't want to win any more games. Number number two, um, it's a short week for Easton Stick. I know they see the Chargers team a lot, and they're familiar with them, but it's still a short week of preparation, and I don't think he stands a chance against Max Crosby this week. Um, Popcorn matchup was Chargers left tackle Rashawn Slater versus Raiders edge Max Crosby. Um, two top-flight guys at their, at their respective positions. Um, Granted, we hardly ever see Max go a on the on the right side. B, I just don't think he's going to see Slater this week because if there's any player in the NFL that Max Crosby owns more than anybody, it's Trey Pipkins. Um, going back to when Trey first got on the team in 2019, like Max has dominated him in every sense of the term since then, um, and it has not changed over the, the last four years. Um, I mean, it's it, it is. It's embarrassing, frankly, um, especially for a guy who who got who earned, a, earned a second contract with a team, got paid this off season, in Trey Pipkins, a guy who's massively regressed, a and b just not been good at all this year. Um, Max Crosby's gonna have a field day. Max Crosby might have six sacks. I'm so serious, like he he might have six sacks this week, um, and because of that, while well, I think Easton has good chemistry with guys like Quentin Johnson, Josh Palmer. I don't think he can not turn the ball over. I think like, I mean, first play, I thought it was a fumble. They ruled it an incomplete pass, or it wasn't ended up being a, a fumble six. But like, first play of the game last week, it was like a fumble six type deal. The first play he in, or the second play he's in. So I don't think this is going to go well at all. I think that um, the Chargers lose, the Raiders cover the three, and I think. I don't even know if the offense can score seven points this week, given how bad the offensive line has been outside of Rashawn Slater. The offensive line's not been good at all. Um, Zion Johnson's had a couple of games, had a really good game last week, the way he graded out PFF-wise. But, yeah, man, going to be tough for for Trey this week, and I think that ultimately is going to be the the Chargers' demise um, on Thursday Night Football in front of the entire country. When um, preseason it was going to be Justin Herbert versus Jimmy Garoppolo, it is now Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell, which I think no one wants to watch. So it continues the run of terrible matchups on Thursday Night Football. Um, next one up here, first week was Saturday games. We've got two, three Saturday games this week. First one on the slate Vikings at Bengals. Cincinnati favored by three points. I'm going to go with the Vikings to win, Vikings to cover. Um, wait, sorry. That's a lie. I'm not going to pick the Vikings to win. I'm picking the Bengals to win. I forgot that the Josh Dobbs insanity run is over. And so there's no chance that they win. Um, so let me, let me flip that. That's going to be Bengals to win. Bengals to cover my bad.
0: And Browning's looks really good too. Um, Yeah. Even,
1: even, even though Justin Jefferson's back, I don't care.
0: Right. I think that's definitely part of the, um, picture in terms of the outlook of this game, but Vikings at Bengals, as much as I love the Vikings to win, um, I think the Bengals win it here at home always helps. Um, once again, uh, not a matchup here. A couple of players to watch for are the edges. Um, Minnesota's edge, Daniil Hunter, and the Bengals' edge, Trey Hendrickson. Both guys are, I believe, top five in sacks currently. Um, so a couple guys to watch for there. Um, yeah, just trying to make a difference in the game. Maybe one of those guys willing their team to victory over the other as another matchup of backup quarterbacks. Um two for two on the week so far and you can make it three for three right here as the Steelers and Colts both their (laughs) starters are uh most likely Kenny Pickett might play we'll see um
1: he's a backup he
0: might as well be a backup he's that right and and they have looked worse looked worse without him but um not by much so another Saturday game man Saturday games um should get me excited because it's just another day NFL um as college football kind of winds down. Um bowl weeks really until New Year's, you don't you only have more than one or two notable games every day. Like we said, this upcoming weekend with Tech's game being one of them. Um don't really have much. So the Saturday NFL is huge. Um always love, you know, checking it out. There's normally some great games each year on Saturday. I know that DeAndre Hopkins catch at home versus the Steelers was in a December-Saturday game, well, like five, six years ago. Um, Yeah, there's normally always good ones. Um, Steelers at Colts, another game where I would love the Steelers to lose. Um, And I think they will. I think being in Indy, even though the Colts don't have their starter, uh, Anthony Richardson, they haven't looked bad. They've looked like, you know, a good team about your standard wild card team. Um, I think they end up being on the outside looking in, just with Buffalo and Cincinnati just outside. In the picture right now, and with Indy being in, I think one of those two teams jumps Indy and grabs a spot, if not Houston. Um, But I will say this matchup, not a whole lot to it. Um, You know, Micah Pittman's played really well. You could have a Micah Pittman versus Joey Porter Jr., but I chose to go with Cam Hayward versus Quentin Nelson. might not be lined up against each other a whole lot, but nonetheless two really, really good players, future Hall of Famers that are um really good at what they do and they have been for a while. So um if you if you want to look for the vet matchup in the trenches more old school, check that one out. If you like the flashy stuff, check out um you know, Michael Pittman versus Joey Porter Junior because both of those guys do a lot for their respective teams and units and uh should have an impact on the game. Yeah, it's
1: I like, I like the Pittman versus versus uh, Joey Porter Jr. one. I just if we're gonna have backup quarterbacks still, I think the the trenches is where this game is won and lost. And while I think that's a younger, like you said, it's a more new school younger matchup. Man, I gotta go with Big Q. Man, gotta go with Big Q versus Cam Hayward. Couple of vets. Um, crazy that Big Q is a vet now. It's wild. Um, but yeah, Big Q versus Cam. Two vets of the game, guys who have been at the top of their game for a long time now. I'm um, going definitely. Well, I like that one as well. Um, Colts win, Colts cover. Steelers are just a train wreck right now. Um, the Mike Tomlin voodoo magic can only get them so far. And the Colts have looked good without. You know, I mean, basically all year with Gardner Minshew. So I'll go with Colts to win, Colts to cover. Next one here, last Saturday game on the slate, uh, Broncos at Lions. Lions favored by four. I'm going to go with the Lions to win, Lions to cover. Um, while the the Broncos are on an absolute heater right now, I just – This Lions' Lions offense is really good, and I and I think they lean they lean on the lean on the on the offensive line this week and keep the ball out of Sean Payton slash Russell Wilson's hands this week. Um, I've also just like I I know the like I said the Broncos have won a bunch of games recently, um, but they also like the offense still hasn't wildly impressed me. That makes sense. Um, I mean, when Justin Herbert went down last week. It was basically a lost cause from, I think he went down right before the half, um, and the offense just really, I mean, they hit one deep shot to Quentin Johnson, which he actually shockingly caught, um, and they scored off a couple of run plays later. That was only points they scored, so the Broncos had it easy last week. I really don't think that they have what, and what have it in them to get a win against a really, really, really good Lions team this week, so um, getting the Lions to win, Lions to cover the four at home in Detroit.
0: I feel a little bit different about this game. I think the Lions are definitely as of late seem like one of the pretenders. Um, you know, coming off a bad loss to the Bears. I know it's a divisional matchup, but that's still a game you should never lose, uh, matchup wise. Broncos have, have looked fairly good. Like you said, I've gotten hot as of late, currently sitting at seven and six with four games to go. And I think from a popcorn matchup, I think I'm going with Pat Sertan versus Amon St. Brown. Um another matchup out wide that should have an impact on the game. Uh, if Denver's defense can play well, they definitely have a shot at winning this. Even if even though it's in Detroit, um, Detroit fair by four. I am going with the Lions to win, but Denver to cover. I think Denver's going to lose by um, three or less, and I think it's going to be close down to the wire, especially with De- how Detroit's been playing. Um, you know, I, I want to say they come back from their bad loss and roll, but I just don't see that in them. I don't see. I don't think they have the culture there. I don't think they have. Um, you know, the, have it in them to really put it to the Broncos at home and what should be a, a big time statement win for them and kind of get back on track. But moving on here, um, that Broncos Lions game is going to be Saturday night. Um, so moving on to the Sunday noon games for us central time zone people, um, jets at dolphins, a game that we saw on black Friday in New York now goes to Miami. Um, Miami's fared by eight. We go with the Dolphins to win, but the Jets to cover. Um, the Jets defense has played really well, and they played Miami well on Black Friday. Um, you know, Zach Wilson played really well this past week on Sunday, but I don't know if he's going to play as well. Um, I don't think he's going to put up two really good games back to back, and the Dolphins just look pretty solid. I know the Jets match up well with them, but I'm still going with the Dolphins to win uh, by one score.
1: I'm actually going with the Jets to win this week. If Ty, Well, this is funny because I don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to be fully healthy. Um, And we saw what the offense looked like when he wasn't healthy. And Jalen Waddell, I know he was probably going to play, but he's been banged up. So I, I, I have a really hard time looking at the offense and saying, yeah, if those two guys are banged up, Tua and the rest of those guys, without Devon A. Chain, can yeah, – well, I – I don't know if a A-Chain, Achain gonna play this week. You think? I know he got. I know he got back. Did he come back? I didn't watch any of the games.
0: I believe, yeah.
1: I watched like I mean, the last two minutes. Double check. But I don't remember. I thought he got banged up. I could be wrong. I literally watched none of the games because it was Monday night and I was studying for finals. But if I remember, did he get banged up? Either way, even if A-Chain's in, I guess it's it's kind of irrelevant. I don't think Tua is gonna put up enough points against this a really good Jets defense especially given how the offensive line has been so hurt recently. And they have a bunch of backups up front. Um, The Titans did something. I mean, listen, the Titans gave up two of the easiest scores I've ever seen under five minutes to go. Obviously I didn't like actually see them with my own eyes, but like I went back and looked the next day. Like I was like, Oh my God, like they muff a punt and then they throw a pick on the next, the next play. God, what are we doing? So, um, or guess the next possession rather. So, I just I think the Dolphins got lucky being in that game in a position to win, and they couldn't couldn't even win. The defense couldn't get a stop late. So, um, I think that if the Jets can stack another good performance from Zach Wilson, if Garrett Wilson can do what Garrett Wilson does and and be a wide receiver one this week, and Brees Hall can get going, similar how the Titans got Derrick Henry going, I, I really think that the Jets can win this game. And play spoiler, because here's the thing. When you look forward for the for the Dolphins, and I'll get to the the popcorn matchup in a second, but real quick, because I've been on the on the playoff like the ESPN playoff machine, you can go pick all the games for the rest of the year. I'm doing it because I want to see if the Chargers can pick like, where they can realistically get to with picks, and they like how high they can get in the draft. Um, because they're I don't think they're winning another game. Um, the the Jets or the Dolphins, like if they don't win this week, they may not get in the playoffs because they have Cowboys next week, Ravens the week after. And they have bills, I think those are three ls If they don't win this week, they're not getting in the playoffs. It's pretty simple. They're not getting in so um the way that it shakes out, especially if you know if that De- because Denver's got a pretty pretty light schedule I think they, I think this week is the only loss I have them taking. I think they they win the rest of their games. they have Raiders Chargers and somebody else. Um, I think Texans could lose this week. But if CJ's back healthy, I don't. I just don't think CJ's going to play this week. But if CJ only misses one more game, I think they get into the playoffs. And I mean, the Browns are Browns are eight and five. Man, they got a whole game on. They have a got a game on a bunch of teams. So, um, yeah, man, if Miami doesn't win this week, they're in trouble. So I, I really think that they've got three losses ahead of them. So they got to win this week, and I, and I don't know if they're going to. I think this Jets defense is really, and I think the Jets want to play spoiler. I think the Jets want to keep them out of the playoffs. So um, I'll go Jets win, Jets cover popcorn matchup, sauce Gardner versus the two receivers of Tyreek and Jalen. I don't know if Tyreek's going to play. I assume he plays not at a hundred percent. I know Jalen's been banged up the last few weeks as a Jalen Waddell owner in fantasy. So um still going to be a great matchup with, with those guys. I just don't know if it'd be fully healthy. So
0: yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, Tyreek's not gonna be hundred percent. I think they might treat him and give him snaps like he is, though. Um, you know, like like you said, this is a must win game, especially blowing the Monday night football game against the Titans. Yep. Uh must win for them as they um could lose three of their last four, like you said, one of the tougher schedules. Them and the Ravens, I think, have the two toughest remaining schedules. Um You could also go Garrett Wilson and
1: Jalen Ramsey. I mean, if you want to pivot. Yep. With those two guys being right. banged up, you could go get you could go Garrett and,
0: and Jalen, another another wide receiver one, and a top corner. Yeah, I like that one as well. Normally, um, you know, in the AFC East, you can find some good matchups out wide, especially between these two teams. Um, sure. But uh, moving on to the team that the Dolphins just lost to, and the Titans. Titans host the Texans this week. Titans are favored by three. Uh, this is a conditional pick for me. I'm picking the Texans if CJ Stroud plays, but it's not looking like it. So if he doesn't play then I'm going with the Titans. Uh, just getting that out there. Um but I am looking forward to this game. This game could carry a lot of uh carry a lot of weight come playoff time. If the Titans can win it, or Texans can win it, um Titans more than likely are ruled out. Um in fact, they're going to be eliminated. They aren't making the playoffs. Um but the Texans still can. The Texans are you know, one of the one of those AFC teams that are just on the outside looking in at seven and six right now. I think they can make the playoffs. Um, they would have to win this one to get in, I think, or have a shot at getting in. So, um, like I said, if Stroud plays I'm picking them, if not, I'm going with the Titans and Will Levis, battle of rookie quarterbacks. Um, popcorn matchup is going to be Derek Stingley, the corner for the Texans versus DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver for the Titans. I know we've gone with DeAndre a few times, uh, but that's pretty much the only big-name guy that the Titans have um, that makes sense for a matchup against the opposing team. So going with that, um, you know, young guy who's had a really good year, um, really good second year, especially the last five weeks or so, versus DeAndre Hopkins, who signed a two-year deal this offseason with the Titans and has played pretty well as of late since Willows took over.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm with you. It's it's Titans if if CJ doesn't play. If CJ does play, I think it's the Texans. I still think it'll be it'd be close. Um, but I think if he doesn't play, I don't, I don't think they have a, a chance with, with Davis Mills back there, um, especially with as good as as Will Levis has looked and as good as the offense seems to be looking, kind of from a run game perspective, for a team that's only won five games, they look a lot better the last two weeks. So. Um, even Titans to win, Titans to cover. I I am assuming C.J. Stroud does not play. Um, so I have my pick written down as Titans because I don't think C.J. is going to play. Um, I think the Texans realize that they can probably still get in even if they lose this week given the rest of their schedule, and it's not worth this one playoff push to put C.J. Stroud's career at risk, if that makes sense. Um, I know short-term you really want to win this game because it's a winnable game. But it's not worth like big picture. This this game isn't worth it. This playoff, them getting to the playoffs and losing. Cause I don't I don't think they've got a shot to win a playoff game. Just given the way the AFC's kind of stacked up. I just if they win the division, they're gonna get a five seed and it's probably gonna be a team like um even if they get a four. I mean they get Jacksonville, who's beat them. I just I feel like they need to have some kind of some nuance to their thinking and realize like, hey, it'd be great to make the playoffs this year, but we're not going to sacrifice one year where we're not a, cont- a real contender for a potential to be a Super Bowl contender in two, three years with CJ Stroud. So uh, don't put that in jeopardy. Keep on the bench this week. Titans win, Titans cover. Uh, popcorn matchup, Houston corner, Derek Singley Jr. versus Tennessee receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Hop had a huge game on th- Thursday night football, or sorry, Monday night football. Um, it felt like a Thursday. That hit really felt like a Thursday. I don't know why, but... Um, yeah, really good game one running at football. Derek Stingley has had an awesome second half of the year, so looking forward to to really match matchup between a third year guy or yeah, third year guy, second year guy. Yeah, second year guy. um, second year guy, and um and one of the one of the vets of the game, So so looking forward to uh, this to guys going add and hopefully, hopefully another confidence blur for Derek Stingley, jr., a guy who kind of overlooked after a not great rookie year. Got a little banged up, and then obviously the guy taken right after him, another corner, soft guard, our first team all pro season. So, um, but yeah, looking forward to a really good matchup here.
0: Yeah, it should be a good one um, for this year and next year as their divisional opponents. Bucks and Packers, NFC matchup doesn't really hold a lot of weight unless the Packers want to make the playoffs. The Packers are currently the last team in um, from the NFC side at six and seven right now. I mean, Packers favored by three and a half at home. They just beat the Chiefs at home. So I'm going to go with the Packers uh, by three and a half. Or to cover uh win by four or more. Um the Bucks team's okay. Um I think they've played better than people thought they would. Um, you know, they're about the same as the Packers right now. The Packers have just been hotter as of late, even though they didn't play great this past week. I am going with the Packers to win by seven. Yeah, I'm going Packers to
1: win, Packers to cover the 3.5 as well. Uh, Bucks just appear to be a little bit dysfunctional. I know the Packers had a loss. I think they got a bounce-back week. They're a really well team with Matt LaFleur at the helm. So, give me the Packers to win, Packers to cover. Go our popcorn matchup this week here. Uh, Tampa Bay left tackle, Tristan Wurfs versus Green Bay edge rusher, Rashawn Gary. Um, obviously, Tristan is one of the best tackles in football. Rashawn Gary is one of the better edge rushers in the entire league the last kind of few years, kind of – right around that top line of the of the tier two guys outside of like the top five of Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, Max Crosby kind of been leading that, leading the charge on the tier two guys. I think Rashawn Gary's certainly up there. So um, like that matchup this week. And like I said, Packers to win Packers to cover um, next one up here. Giants at saints, saints are over by six and a half at home. I think the giants get an upset win here. Saints offense can't really seem to figure out a quarterback. They've had some injuries, um i think i think that the giants kind of have something going they had a good good week last weekend i think they're a well coached team brian dable seems to have gotten is or is getting the best out of a lot of guys so um give me tommy cutlets and the boys getting a dub down in uh down down in uh, new orleans this week a little upset
0: yeah i'm gonna go with the saints here but i'm still picking the giants to cover i think it's gonna be a close one and uh like i said tommy devito played fairly well over the past couple of weeks um don't know how it's going to go this week, though, um, but I am picking the Saints to win. Two teams that have been really up and down, especially the Saints. Both teams looking at a top 10 or better draft pick right now. Um, yeah, Saints Saints win this one at home. Um, popcorn, map, popcorn matchup of Giants rookie corner, Deontay Banks versus Saints. Second year wide receiver, Chris Olave. Should be a good one. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know Chris Olave isn't 100, percent but he still should play this week. Um, so it should be a good matchup there. For the most part, there really isn't much else other than that. Um, you know, within the trenches, you can look at um, John Michael Schmitz, um, Andrew Thomas, and then you could also look at the Saints IOL. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of matchups that you could think of. But I think this one's probably the best one given, you know, rookie um, in the matchup, and then also just a matchup we don't normally see between these two teams.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Deontay Banks had a really had a pretty solid rookie year for a corner. Obviously, Chris Olave, uh, he should be good to go this week. Gonna be we tweaked an ankle, but it sounds like he should play. So, um I like the matchup this week. And then uh next one here: Falcons at Panthers. Atlanta favored by three uh, at home, or sorry, on the road. I'm gonna go Falcons to win. Falcons to cover. Panthers are just bad. Not much around. Not much other way around at this point. Um Offense seems to be clicking. At least outside the quarterback position for the Falcons, Jake um, London's been really getting going recently. T- um, Bijan Robinson's been getting going for them as well, so um, he's kind of coming into his stride, getting some touches regularly. So, uh, especially in the passing game. So I think I quarterback position's been bad for them, but someone's got to win the division. So give me the give me the Falcons to get another leg up or another win to catch uh, catch the Bucks. Or is it are, they, are they, who who's winning the division right now?
0: I think Falcons are.
1: Is it? Okay, yeah. yeah never get, get them with a leg up this uh, week. My bad.
0: Or no, Bucks are winning. Uh, okay. Falcons were winning last week. They both lost, and then Tampa Bay jumped them somehow. I don't know how. Um, Interesting. Yeah, weird. they have the same know. record. No, no, weird. They have the same record, so no doubt yeah, yeah. it's going to come down to the wire, which is going to be funny. Um, I love it. You know, probably a 10-loss team making the playoffs, but um, that's normally how it's been with the NFC South as of late. Um. Moving on here to interconference matchup. Bears at Browns. Oh, I didn't get my uh, Falcons Panthers pick. My pick is the Falcons to win on the road. Um you know, I'm picking the Panthers to cover. Panthers are due for a win this week. Yes, they're playing interdivision. division. <laughs> um you know the Falcons aren't great, obviously. The Panthers lost six and then won a game. They've lost six. And they'd be due to win a game this weekend at home against a bad team. It's all lining up. I think they Fair can. Enough. That's why I'm picking them to cover, but I'm still going with the Falcons. Um Drake London versus JC Horn should be a good one. JC came back last week and looked really good. Drake's been solid for, you know, giving the talent around him. Um say so yeah, it should be a good one. But uh but yeah, look out for Carolina this weekend. All right. I like it. I like it. Um
1: next one up here bears at browns cleveland favored by three at home browns win bears cover bears cover the three i think backup quarterback for cleveland I think he's got a little frisky maybe a defensive game the I cleveland they give me the browns to win i think they get a defensive stop late to win the game but i think the i think the bears cover the three call me crazy i don't
0: know i don't know how this one's gonna go um <laughs> I think I think Browns winning cover because they have all-timer Joe Flacco at the helm. Um something about whoa. Flacco, man. Something about something about Flacco. It's Joe Flacco. But uh Ronnie Raven, I
1: can I can't do the Baltimore accent like he can, but yeah. Ronnie Raven baby.
0: Um but yeah, should be a good one Flacco's done some good for that team. Um has had good stat lines the two weeks he's played on the road at the Rams and then this past weekend. Um I forget who they – oh, they played the Jags and uh, mm. came through for us. He's come through both weeks for the Ravens, losing to the Rams and then beating the Jags. So this week he needs to come through again and lose to the Browns or to the Bears. Um, but I am picking the Browns to win in cover. I, you know, the Bears had a good win last week, but going on the road facing a really good defense is always tough. Um, so I'm picking the Browns. I think the Bears don't don't have much defensively either. And even though Nick Chubb's been out, um, they still have a solid, a a good offense. Not a great, but a good offense. Um, Popcorn matchup here is the Bears' rookie right tackle, Darnell Wright, that they took at 10th overall, I believe, versus Brown's edge rusher, uh, Miles Garrett. I don't think, at the end of the day, um, I don't know how much they're going to be lined up against each other. We'll see. But I will say, uh, Miles Garrett is looking really, really good right now, as he normally does. Um, you know, one of those top five guys, really top two. Um, so yeah, should be going there. Good
1: clowny. I mean, get the either either way is getting a good for this week. So the whole the whole front's good. Um got a lot of bodies rotating in there, so it should be a big week for Donnell Wright. Um next one here, Chiefs at Pats. Uh coming off a tough loss for the Chiefs. I'll let Breck get his word in on the post game semantics. Um Chiefs win and uh, Chiefs cover the nine, I just think it's th- this Pats
0: team is terrible. It's very simple. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs at Pats, uh, you know, would have been a good game five years ago, but here we are, um, you know, looking at a nine-point spread late in the season. Chiefs win and win by 10 or more. I just don't think, like you said, I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to hang. The Chiefs hardly ever lose two straight, let alone three straight um so there's no way the Chiefs lose this week if they do there's some serious issues in that locker room and they really haven't been brought up um publicly you lose three straight as a team with that talent and that staff and that front office and you have some problems even though you're coming off a Super Bowl win there's something to be addressed this offseason um I don't know what it would be I guess find out if they lose this one but there's no chance they lose this um popcorn matchup tough to find a player versus player matchup so we're going with the head coach battle of Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick. Um, it looks like Bill Belichick's going to be done after the season in New England. Um, remains to be seen where he goes. My pick is the commanders, but we'll see. There's a lot of, uh, yep. positions, commanders, a lot of picks, presumably that are going to, op- or a lot of head coaching spots, presumably that will open up if not in the coming weeks that at the season's end. But, um, yeah, Belichick versus Reid, two of the best at what they do. Um, of course, have had great quarterbacks in their time as well. But I just don't think the Pats will be able to, uh, even though it's in New England, I don't think the Pats will be able to hang with the Chiefs offensively. I mean, the Pats are a mess offensively. And uh, the defense actually hasn't been too bad. Even with Judon and Gonzalez going down, they haven't been too bad. But still, I mean, it doesn't compare um, to what the Chiefs should be able to do this Sunday.
1: Now I'm with you. Um, Two great minds, but like you said, it sounds like Bill Question: The question to me is, are they going to
0: trade Bill? Cause, it would oh, it would be smart to. But I don't. I mean, with right. the new front office in Washington, you would think they'd be willing to give up something of substance to get that big name guy. They're not of, a
1: top. They're not getting a top five pick
0: because that's what Washington's right.
1: going to have is is a top five to seven pick. Right. No coach is worth that. Maybe Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan or. Andy Reid, like a guy right now is in their coaching prime, but not Bill Belichick at this point, especially okay. if Bill's going to want GM privileges. So I don't know. Cause the headline's not going to read that the Pats fired Bill. I just wonder if they don't have any leverage to trade. I don't know. I, who knows? Um, or does he pull like a Sean Payton, take a year off?
0: I don't know. I think teams will have enough intel to where they can kind of force the Patriots hand, and the Patriots won't have a choice, but to just straight up, you know, mutually part ways, if you may, um, to kind of move on and move in a different direction yeah. and for another team to kind of scoop them up. Yeah. Fair. We'll see though. Fair. Um, moving on 49ers at Cardinals, the biggest spread of the week as you know, the 49ers normally have, um, you know, I've said all year they're the best team in the league. I, they were my Super Bowl champion preseason pick. Um, and it looked really, really good. I mean, the three they lost in a row were without Debo, without Trent Williams, and with a concussed Brock Purdy, uh, which could do a lot to a team, especially the team that runs like they do. Um, but I'm picking the 49ers to win by 14 or more. This one shouldn't be that close. I get it's a divisional matchup. I get the Niners are on the road. Um, you know, not too bad of a travel, uh, not too bad of a trip for the Niners. Um so yeah, I'm picking the Niners to win by 17 to
1: 20. I'm with you. Niners win. Niners cover. I like guess divisional game, but they're the best team in the league right now. Um, popcorn matchup this week, going with the San Francisco skill guys. So being, you know, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Iu, Debo Samuel. Mainly going to be Debo, Kittle, and CMC versus Arizona safety Buddha Baker. Really the Probably the most talented guy on that roster. Um guy who's been an all pro type player for a few years now. Um gonna see any one of those guys on probably every single play, um, being more of a slot defender, box player. So certainly looking for him versus any of those any of those three, maybe four guys in Ayuk as well. So um should be a good matchup. Like I said, I mainly gonna be, I would assume mainly Kittle and CMC, but you could get some Debo as well. So certainly gonna watch uh Buda Baker, see where he's lined up this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, should be a good one for Buddha. I definitely have his um, hands full with assignments and stuff like that. Um, probably will be on Kittle. We'll see how they do that. Um, yeah, we'll see how they handle all the Niners' weapons. Um, but, yeah, I don't think that, w- that won't be that close. Moving on to another NFC matchup, Commanders at the Rams. Uh, the Rams going back home after um, losing to the Ravens in Baltimore. Um, Rams fared by six and a half. I'm picking the Rams to win by seven or more. I think they come back off a loss. Um, they've played really well at home this year. I think they win big, um, you know, probably by 10 or so 10 plus against the commander's team that hasn't looked consistent. I mean, they have the fourth overall pick as of now, um, you know, being four and nine, I think obviously you have a lot of holes on that roster and, um, the Rams have a lot of talented players. Now, granted, the Rams aren't great, but they're pushing for a playoff spot and they have a lot of talented players. Um, I think they get the job done by, you know, two plus scores here.
1: Yeah, I think the Rams win. I think the Commanders cover. It's been a scrappy team on they put a lot of close games. Um Rams seem to played, Rams seem to have played a lot of close games as well. Um, I will say, I need the Commanders to win this week or next week because I need the Commanders to get the five wins because they're the one team. That's going to have a higher strength schedule than us because they're playing in the best division of football. So, um, I need them to get a win. Very, very bluntly, I I need them to win a game. Um, that way we can be. Because here's here's the deal. I've I've run on this in in the. Listen, I'm running in the in the playoff machine enough. If they get a win, talk about the charges made up it with, with the top five, maybe top four pick. Top four pick is very different than top five this year. 'Cause top four could land you Olu or Marv. So I'm gonna need I'm gonna need them to get a win this week. Just keep it a buck. I need them to get a win. So um need them to, to cop a cop a nice W either this week or next. Uh we'll see. I think the Rams win this week. I I think it when I do my prediction in my in my simulator this little deal, I have them beating the Jets next week. So it seems a little more winnable, you know. It's in right. Washington. I'm sorry, it's in the, in New York. Either way, I need I need the Commanders to show some signs of life the next two weeks and get a dub because they're not beating Philly or Dallas, which I think is how they close their season. So I'm not confident in that and those them to win those two games. So, um, but yeah, I think they cover. Like I said, it's been it's been scrap. Both teams have played in a lot of close games this year, but I think the the Rams ultimately get the win, get the edge with the coaching battle. Um. Popcorn matchup, though. Washington's IDL. So, uh, Jonathan Allen and DeRon Payne versus Rams offensive guard Steve Avila. Uh, rookie out of TCU. Has, a, has had a great rookie year for them. Um, I was looking for him to have a good week against a couple
0: of vets. Guys have been around the block a few times. So, yeah. Um, should be a good one. Like you said, Washington's got some good interior defensive linemen versus the rookie. I'd um, like to highlight those guys if we can, uh, matchup wise. But, um, I will say, based off draft position, yeah, I mean, Commanders are one of those teams bunched in there, the four to five win teams. I and mean, when we got, what, eight of seven of those teams, either four or five wins, all fighting for, you know, really the fourth overall pick, I think it's going to be Carolina, New England, Arizona with the bottom three records. Um, obviously, Carolina's pick won't be, it'll be the Bears' pick, but. Um, it sucks for the ravens because the ravens are going to have the highest strength of schedule in the entire NFL. So if if they don't win the super bowl, they're going to have a even if they don't win the super bowl, they're going to have a terrible draft pick. Um as you know, if they're if they're the one seed and they lose, they're going to be picking 28th. So um it is what it is. Um strength schedule is, has not gone the ravens' way the past few years playing tough schedules, but yeah. It's whatever. Um next up, Cowboys at Bills. Um, this is a 325 game central bills are favored by two bills have looked really good recently coming off a road win against the or excuse me. Yeah. Road win against the Eagles. And then I think they lost at home and then a road win against KC. Um, You know, they've kind of come around still outside of the playoffs, which is crazy at seven and six um, Cowboys have looked really good. Um, I think, Most picked them to beat the the, uh, Eagles this past week on Sunday Night Football. Um, But I'm picking the Cowboys to win and cover um, as they're the underdog. So if they lose by one or win, then they cover. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Bills have looked good, but the Cowboys have looked just as good. And I don't know if the Bills can win three straight big ones here, whereas the Cowboys, um, you know, their style of winning has been a lot more um, consistent and sustained than the Bills. So I'm going with the Cowboys here to win and uh, set the Bills back in a really tough spot at seven and seven, which would leave them, um, you know, a really tough playoff run that would likely result in them being out of it. Cowboys win, Cowboys cover. I
1: don't know how they'll, I don't understand them not being favored. I get that they're in Buffalo, but like, dude, they look like the best team in football right now. Maybe other than the, other than the Niners, they look really yeah, it looks good.
0: good.
1: Um, Dak, like I said, like I guess last week, Dak appears to have figured out how to not turn the ball over routinely. So defense is hot. Um, yeah, man, give me the Cowboys when Cowboys cover. It didn't really seem like that's that crazy of a of an idea. Um, popcorn matchup, Cowboys DB, DBs versus Bills receivers. So. Mainly looking at Stefan Gilmore, Jaron Bland versus Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. Um, should be a really good one. I'm looking forward to it. Certainly a game that I'm going to be watching in the late window. Um, and I think it ultimately is going to be, like I said, a really good matchup. And uh, curious to see if the Diggs frustration, how that goes this week. And uh, is, I think Dallas is the number one turnover forcing defense in the league this year, if I'm not mistaken against so. turnover against known turnover machine josh allen known yeah. modern day philip rivers slash eli manning we're about dare to I have, say
0: we're about to have um wide open interception merchant Daron bland uh get a couple this weekend yeah exactly uh, right to him yeah
1: yeah um yeah i don't, I, don't, I don't see how the bills are favored at home I don't get it at all
0: yeah I don't get it um you know cow was Probably picking them to win by four to seven. We'll see. Um, yeah, give me give me a score. Give me a full. Give me a full seven. Yeah. Okay. Moving on though uh, to the last two night games of the week. Sunday night football is the Ravens at the Jaguars. Um, you know, if the NFL was transitive, the Ravens would destroy. But um, doesn't quite work like that. Um, I am picking the Ravens to win. They're favored by three. I'm picking them to win by more than three um Christian Kirk's out for the year the Ravens have had perfect practice attendance for a couple weeks now or a couple weeks like three practices in a row now so I think I think they play well um I hope so um you know one of their three games one of their final three three of their final four games are revenge games from either this year or last year which is big so I think that'll carry a little bit of weight for them heading into it and uh yeah, give me the Ravens. Um, they they need to win three of their Final Four to lock up the one seed, two of the Final Four um, if Miami loses a game. So, um, yeah, I mean, I hope they – obviously hope they win, but it's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the wire, as it always does. Um, I'd be shocked to see you know a blowout in either direction.
1: Yeah, I was going to pick the Jacks to cover, but I – until we talked – you know, earlier and then just now. Ravens being fully healthy this week is shocking. I they never they're never healthy. So fully healthy, give me the Ravens to win Ravens to cover the three. Um thought it might be tight. Not the Jags might cover, but the Ravens are healthy, give me the Ravens to cover the three. I'll let you take the
0: popcorn matchup this week for the Ravens game. Yeah, I mean, um Back to health real quick. Obviously they're without Mark Andrews and Unless they made like the Super Bowl, then he would maybe come back, but it's far fetched. Um, Kyle Hamilton, kind of a you know slight knee MCL sprain. He practiced today. We'll see if he plays. He probably plays limited snap count. Luckily, uh, we have good tight or good safeties um, other than him. So, but yeah, health is huge for us. Um, you know, it's always seem, seems like decimated by health late in the year, uh, especially the last two seasons where. You know, a lot of guys have missed the final five, six games resulting in us um, either not winning the division or not making the playoffs. So the popcorn matchup is Marlon Humphrey versus Calvin Ridley, another out uh, matchup out wide that should um, carry a lot of weight in the result of this game. I know Christian Kirk's out for the year for the Jags, so look for Ridley to get even more targets. Um ETN is another guy that they're gonna try to run the offense through, probably getting the ball out of the backfield a good bit. Um, you know, the Ravens with two linebackers that play well in space, making tackles, making plays sideline to sideline. That'll be a good matchup as well. Um, but yeah, Humphrey and Ridley. Humphrey continues to recover. Um, had a rough week last week. Granted, it was pouring rain, he slipped a couple times, but he also blew a couple coverages. Um, Ridley has been underwhelming this year, but I think. Overall, he's still the athlete he was when he put up 1,500 pre-gambling suspension. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought he was a great fit in the offense. It's going to come down to how healthy does Trevor Lawrence look. Because if he doesn't look, you know, fully healthy, then it's going to be a tough game, I think, for them. Um, so let's hope he's healthy. Let's hope it's a close game. And, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, See how good of a game ends up being. Hopefully it's another good Sunday night football game. It feels like we've had some good Sunday night football games as of late.
1: Yeah, but we've had some good ones. Um, like you said, I think this one, like it continues the continues the stretch. Um, I like the whole Marlin versus versus Ridley thing. Two guys who have been vets who've maybe had down years to their prior standard, but a couple of guys, again guys getting healthy. Love to see a good matchup between those two this week. Monday Night Football: Eagles at Seahawks. Philly favored by four on the road. Eagles win. Seahawks cover the four. And a Seahawks team that's lost a lot of really tight games. There's some really good teams. Um super medicine of the Dallas game, I think, where they had a chance to win, could have won the game. They don't finish late. Um I think the Eagles get the win, but the, the Seahawks cover at home in a tough loss.
0: Yeah, I like it. I'm going with the Eagles to win, um, Seahawks to cover as well, like you said, with it being in Seattle. Tough environment. Uh, good bit of a trip for Philly. And the Seahawks just reeling right now. Um, I think they were five and two, and they've lost six of their last or five of their last six. Um, They're looking at a top ten pick. Their thirteenth pick right now could very easily get to the top ten with you know a couple more losses. So, very interesting year, um, bipolar year for the for the Seahawks, which is not normally something we see with the Pete Carroll led team. but, yeah, Eagles receivers, Seahawks DBs should be a really good matchup. Tariq Wollin, Devin Witherspoon, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard's back. Should be a good one. My um, night football game, I mean, my night football is another um, time that we've had a lot of good matchups between teams and even within the uh, individual matchups. So going with Eagles to win that one on the road and, um, I guess, maintain their – division lead because if the eagles win out they will have the uh, edge over the cowboys so i know the eagles have a really easy remaining schedule cowboys have a tough schedule um so it's all signs are pointing to the eagles winning that division and the cowboys going on the road um to probably atlanta or new Orleans to start the playoffs um as that happened last year uh, when they went to tampa bay so thank y'all for tuning in um that does wrap up the 17th edition of Thursday turf talk where we covered all 16 NFL matchups along with three bowl games this weekend uh, two on Saturday one on Monday next week um, we don't our plans are kind of TBD um, as we're both going home uh, either you know in the next few days so we'll see um, kind of what our plan looks like the uh, episode outlook in terms of schedule but we should be able to get two out um, to y'all previewing obviously everything including football and then the normal episode on Tuesday. But thank you all for tuning in. Um, Stay up to date. Follow us on social media on X and Instagram at Cold Seat Podcast. And we'll see you all uh, next Tuesday. Yeah, see you guys then.